Hello, everybody, and welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy, Buzz, and I am joined by my dude, Johnny Nani. Johnny, White Sox win today. Take the series 2-1 to one against Minnesota. Giolito Day. It's a good day because he got a win, but kind of crappy at the same time because, you know, all the fans that were in attendance kind of got rained on. Uh, but 4-3 to three winner, man. How are you feeling about this win? And uh, let's just get into this game. All right, Buzz. Well, I'm feeling great. Obviously, taking two or three from the first place team in the division, that's always fun. But um, it was fine for me. I wasn't at the game today. So, yeah, it sucks for the fans that were there having an almost three-hour rain delay in the middle of that. But um, I was home. I I was enjoying it from the comfort of my own home, uh, getting my stuff kind of together to go on vacation tomorrow. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the win. Um, I, you know, like you had mentioned Giolito start getting cut short, but he still threw well in the five innings that he was out there, uh, four strikeouts, only allowed one hit. So, um, you know, it's good to see him get back on track. And I think Stone and Benetti mentioned a, uh, come out and attack mentality. Whereas, you know, he had gotten touched up early against both the Cubs and the Red Sox over his last two starts. So that was good to see him get back to that, uh, the geo that he has been all year. So um, th- that was really exciting to see. And then also, Yohan Moncada hitting a bomb from the right side, having himself a monster day, uh, three for four, uh, that home run from the right-handed side, you know, uh, two RBIs. And uh, I just I love watching Yohan Moncada sweet swing, put the ball out of the ballpark. And that was the center field, too. His Yeah, in the bottom of the third inning there, Johnny, that swing, it, I, tell me what you thought of it. It looks so effortless. No, it, it just looks like he just kind of put, you know, put the bat out there, made his contact and he knew immediately. I mean, he knew immediately. And uh, it's just a great, great day for Yoan. And uh, just to bring this up as well, before I have you get to that home run is I just really wish he would have made the all-star game because I do think he deserved it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I wish he would have, too. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a log jam there, though, with, uh, you know, you get the popular player vote um, with the, you know, the fans of teams from massive cities, you know, Chicago is a big city, but New York's even bigger. LA is pretty big. So, um, you know, and and then so the White Sox can kind of be uh, a little bit of a drive by for selections unless someone's really, really uh, putting on a show. Like I, I think you kind of see, I think Andrew Kinsler mentioned this a little bit in his blog. They put out about our all-stars today. Um, and we'll get to that later after we recap the game. But uh, he had mentioned, you know, Jose Abreu probably could have, been replaced by Luke Voigt or someone in it this year. Whereas since he's been established and that's pretty much the only, you know, if you're a drive by fan or, you know, you're just a a fan from elsewhere in the country uh, and you don't hear too much about the white Sox, um, you know, about Jose Abreu though, because he kind of gets touted as, you know, our leader and he is, don't get me wrong. He is the leader of this team, but um, even if the, I mean, the numbers are still good power wise and RBI wise, but then you look at average and stuff and that's even down. So, um, you know, I feel like that kind of recognition sort of bias is what um, allowed Jose in and not Yohan Mancata. Yeah, you're probably 100% right on that. But what did you think about that home run as well, man? That home run was oh, nice. It was sweet. Dude, like, you'd set it perfectly. It's effortless. That's really what it looks like. You know, um, just, you know, the one-handed finish follow-through um, looks like, you know, for me, like I had to, when I was playing baseball, I had to like drive through with both hands and my hips all the way. Like, you know, so like it's so it's so crazy to see him like be able to, you know, put one out to the, you know, furthest part of the park. Uh, with the swing that looks so effortless like that, just beautiful. Um, I think his swing from the left-hand side obviously is, you know, even more so because that's his natural swing. He's naturally lefty. Um, 
So I I always compare this, and I I don't think it's unwarranted. Uh, the swing reminds me of Ken Griffey Jr. Not the exact same, but from the left side reminds me of Ken Griffey Jr. So it's good to see him be able to get it done on the right side, kind of dispel any of those um, you know doubters that may say, oh well, he's you know not as strong from the right side. Uh, he can't do everything that he can from the left side. So it's warranted with him batting down further when there is a lefty on the mound um, today. Batted second and. Uh, Proved all those people wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, one other thing I did want to get into this game about here is the fact that the offense, um, you know, again, the core guys seem to have a really good game here. You know, Mankata, um, Abreu had a very, very good game. Eloy didn't really show up to have that great of a game. But the, the two that you always expect to have a good game this, this so far this year did have a good game. You know, with that being Abreu and Makata. Another thing I want to get into, Johnny, is Evan Marshall seems to be struggling a little bit as of late. Now, I'm not ready to chalk this up and say, oh, man, they figured him out and it's all over. A three-hour rain delay can mess up everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, give me give me your quick thoughts on Evan Marshall and uh, probably just and your whole oversight of the game as well. So for Evan Marshall, I think it's kind of a coming back down to earth uh, sort of moment here with Evan Marshall as of late. Uh, you know, he, he was kind of unknown coming into the season. I, people didn't really know what we were going to get from him. I think, you know, people were asking, who is this guy when he saw him on the mound in spring training and all that. Um, so to, for him to come in and, uh, you know, have the run that he had, um, it was great. While it lasted, and I'm not saying he's done. He's still going to be a reliable piece in that bullpen, but I do think it's a little more uh, realistic tell of his numbers right now, Buzz. So, um, yeah, it's unfortunate he got tagged for the three runs there. Um, I know Bummer was in for that um, RBI single that happened after, but it was Marshall that had given up the uh, home run to Nelson Cruz in that seventh inning. So, um, you know, the Twins are a good team as well, so I got to give them credit where it's due. Um, they, they have some some big bats in their lineup. Obviously, Miguel Sano, Nelson Cruz, like I just mentioned. Uh, you know, the, yesterday he wasn't in the lineup today, but Kepler is a part of that group there. Um, you know, there's a there's a reason why they're at the top of the division and almost at the top of the AL. Buzz. So uh, I'll, I'll give them credit too. But uh, my biggest takeaway on Marshall is coming back down to earth a little bit. Um, so. Hopefully, you know, all-star break can help kind of reset him, too, um, if things are starting to get a little bit, um, you know, you kind of have little aches and pains, and you're still fine, nothing that would be IL warranted, but you never know what some of those guys are going through, um, you know, especially like you'd mentioned, uh, almost three-hour rain delay, uh, does that affect you getting loose then? Probably, even if you're a bullpen guy, I would imagine so. Um, and then I had read the, a really cool blog about too. that. Yeah, right. I read a really cool blog about that, Nani. I can't remember the site, and if if I do remember it, and I'm trying to look for it as we're doing this, so I can give credit where credit is due. But they said like the weather change during the game can really mess with the, the pitcher's muscles. Mm. Yeah, that you makes know, sense. From I mean, so hot to that, like so, like to cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's that was something to bring up as well. You know, Evan Marshall having those issues. You know, or everybody. I mean, you know, possibly having those issues going from like damn near 90, 90 degrees and humid out there mm-hmm. to, you know, 68, 75 degrees, like right in there in just like a blink of an eye, you know, and then you sit there for a couple hours and just kind of get, you know, your body's not all as hype because you're waiting for the game to start back up. So, you know, that could be a huge issue as well. I cannot remember who wrote that blog post about how the weather can really affect you, but that was a blog post that I did read this afternoon during the rain delay. 
But uh, yeah, I, I was really hoping Evan Marshall can uh, get it back together, and I think he can. I'm not, you know, I'm not ready to throw him away yet. He was consistent way more than he, or he was consistent throughout the beginning of the year way more than he's been bad. So, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, everybody comes back down to earth, like like you said. So, um, I'm just happy that for today's game, I picked the click, hit a home run, got two two ribbies. I'm glad that we came away with a win. Take uh, two out of three. It's always nice to take two out of three out of the division leading uh, Twins. You know, whoever's in first place, is good to knock them knock them back a little bit and uh you know we go into another series against another division rival yeah absolutely so a couple more notes from that game uh james mccann uh, who was elected to the all-star game uh during the rain delay that happened today as well uh, as jose Abreu and uh, lucas giolito but they uh you know McCann came out and he had the end up being the game winning RBI single there in the sixth yeah. inning. Um, and that was good to see. I love, you know, one of my favorite things, you know, I make all these gifts of the reactions and stuff. Um, James McCann's just always plays it so cool. He gets to the base and he'll like maybe, you know, throw a couple fists up in the air, you know, shake him. Yeah, I got that hit. And then we'll give Debo a you know, soft high five and then that's it. Whereas, you know, some of the other guys like Timmy's really anime on the base, which I like. There's a different, you know, splits and personalities there, but it's just funny. Calm, cool and collected all the time. James McCann. Um, but yeah, comes up in the clutch there. Uh, that obviously we needed that ended up being the uh, game winning run for us. Um and uh, Alex Calame, another uh, note of this uh, yep, another save, game yep. as well. F- four out save, Buzz. Um, so he came in for B- Bummer had already pitched one full inning, um, and then he pitched uh, you know two outs of that eighth inning, and then Calame came in, uh, no problems at all, didn't get touched, mm-hmm. no hits allowed. Um, I think one guy reached on an error, yeah, Larry Garcia error for him, but um, it didn't didn't uh, phase him, and he was able to lock it down. And that it's uh, exactly what you want to see. And I also want to see him stick around. <laughs> let's, let's not uh, use this as a uh, now that um, he's so you know, dominant or consistent, whatever, reliable. Let's not uh, ship him away. Let's, I think we all made our uh, uh, opinions on that pretty clear over the past couple you know, shows of this and Shy Sox Weekly and what have you. Right. Right. Um Whew, sorry about that. I, was, I just totally was looking at something on Dylan's cease here for a minute, and I got I got myself all all confused. Um, so I wanted to move into uh, into tomorrow's game, or I'm sorry, not tomorrow's game, July second's game against the Tigers. Um, Ronaldo Lopez against Matthew Boyd. Now, this is a big series for us because we have the chance to go back to getting to, uh, to you know, to 500. And I know I talk about that all the time. I know it's annoying that I talk about that all the time. But we're at 39 and 42, Detroit's at 27 and 52. We have a real chance here, Johnny, to get back to 500 before we hit the, um, the, the crosstown against the Cubs. Yep. So I want uh, your overview on how you want the series to go, and then I'd like to get into the Dylan C stuff as well. I was just pulling it up on one sidebar, and I got distracted there. Um, Easy to get distracted by that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just looking at something. I was like, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Um, but what is your overview on this Detroit series? What does it mean to the Sox? And I mean, especially with this, you know, news that Dylan Cease is coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think they should sweep this series, dude. The Tigers are reeling right now. It's uh, they, they lost to Washington today. It was a close ball game, two to one up at their place. Um, but they, they I had mentioned this on a uh, on Tri Sox Weekly as well. 
when I look at there's on the White Sox Reddit, there was a nice visual standing thing. So, you know, you can look at it, but you can't really see how it fluctuates from like day to day, week to week, month to month, what have you. They, the Tigers, you know, the Royals have been pretty much down, uh, straight, straight downward all year. Um, but the Tigers kind of started and they went up a little bit and then down a little bit and up a little bit. And then since then, it has been like a straight downward and they're coming for the Royals and like that last spot there. So, um, I mean, take advantage of them. Uh, they're, they're not a good team. And, uh, you know, Matthew Boyd is uh, he's 0 and 5 at guaranteed rate field. Uh, let's start the series off on the right foot. Um, I would imagine that it's going to be a, a Nice electric atmosphere out at the ballpark all week. Obviously, the anticipation for Dylan Cease, who's starting game one of Wednesday. You got 4th of July, so it's a holiday week. Uh, people may have some you know, time off of work or whatever. I do have um, Thursday off, Nani. Yeah. I'm very excited. My, it's my second holiday, Nani, off in nine years. Second holiday. There, there you go. Yeah, I see, know. I'm very stuff happy. Like, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a good atmosphere. And uh, Detroit's just a uh, very vulnerable team, very beatable team. Um you know, Jose Abreu hits Matthew Boyd very well. Um, Yolmer Sanchez has a 400 uh, career average against uh, Matthew Boyd as well. I wonder how um, it makes him feel. So, I mean, it's uh, it's it's time to just pounce um, and, you know, take advantage of the situation. Like you'd mentioned, if they sweep this, then they're above. They're above 500. Shit, we're not even talking even. <laughs> right. I, I... I'm so excited. I'm I'm just so excited. And then this this is what we move into. We need Ronaldo on this game to be crisp. And as you said before, we hit Boyd real well. Detroit's reeling. Ronaldo has to be decent. He has to be good. You know, he has to just give up three runs, two, three runs here. We'll do the rest. And it's just hoping our starting pitching can be good. But I'm on cloud nine about I, I want to preview um, Wednesday's game, but we're not going to because I'll, I'll we'll save that for Tuesday. I just do want to talk, you know, let's talk about average. the news though. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the news for sure. Dylan Cease is starting the first game of that doubleheader. How did you feel when he got called up, Nani? Because I'm just going to give you my little overview. I was super excited when he got called up. I kind of heard about it last night, um, so which would be Saturday night. I kind of heard about it, and I didn't know if it was going to happen because, I mean, you and I have had conversations when you've been hanging out here or we've just been texting or whatever, even at Tony's on Friday. Like, man, when is you know when is this going to happen? When is when is it time? And I'm, very, I'm just excited about this. And I know that he's been struggling a little bit in, um, <clears throat> in uh, Charlotte, you know, but I, I'm excited for this, Nani. I think this kid's going to be good. I understand his ERA is up at 4.48 in Charlotte right now. He's gotten rocked a couple times, you know. But you look at his numbers across the board. This kid, is he's he, he gets strikeouts. He doesn't walk often. And, you know, I, I just feel that he's going to be good. And I feel like this is that shot in the arm the pitching staff needed because it's like, uh-oh, here's some more competition. And we have set Dylan Covey coming back, I think, relatively soon as well, correct? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least we have a little bit of stability there. And I do not think that – I think that when Cease is called up here, Cease is here to stay. So I'd love to get your opinions on this as well. Yeah, dude, I was pumped as well. Um, it was kind of like an anticipation game, same kind of deal with Kopech last year. When's it going to happen? We think he's ready. Uh, the front office obviously you know, takes their time with that kind of stuff. Uh, but it was great to 
finally hear the news today. You know, it's kind of interesting. I remember I was at the game last year when they had announced Kopech was coming up, and I'd seen it, like, on Twitter with, like, one report, and then they showed it actually up on the video screen because it happened during the game that they had mentioned it, that, you know, Kopech would be starting that whatever Tuesday after um, the, you know, the Sunday that I was there. Um, but Dylan Cease, like, you know, we got the news. Um, it was confirmed. The team account uh, put it out there. So um, I was amped. I- I'm excited to see this guy, too, see what he can do at the highest level. Um, you know, a lot of people were clamoring for it earlier um, because the starting pitching has been, uh, you know, wounded with Carlos Rodon and then just numbers of uh, trial and error with uh Irvin Santana, Odrisamar Despagne. So uh, bullpen days here. Um, not saying a bullpen day is the worst thing in the world. Um, we had a good go of it one time at Houston, still end up in the ball game, but still only like whatever, three, four runs total in that game. Um, but it's just like you'd said, shot in the arm. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, it, we've just kind of feels like we've been scrambling for uh, starters. You, you know, Gio's there, you know, Raylo's at least, you know, he's been inconsistent, but at least he's a lock in, like, you know, he's going to start here. Other than that, it's kind of like, you know, Nova too, but you know, there's basically two spots open right now, the way I look at right. it. I know, oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Andy Banuelos out too. Dylan Covey hit the IL. So one thing on Covey, you'd brought him up. He did have a rehab start in Charlotte. Okay. Uh, I believe it was late last week. Okay. So I don't know exactly the timeline for his return to the big league, but yeah. So he should be coming back. Uh, I would guess fairly soon. It's just kind of nice. Cause like if he can stay healthy and ceases up, it does kind of finally kind of for the rest of the year, at least co- if they stay healthy, complete that five man rotation. So it's mm-hmm. kind of there, you know yep. what I mean? Now, one other question I always want to ask you is, you know, just to BS with you here for a minute. Have you seen a lot of people are upset that Dylan Cease was called up, Nani, and they said that he they're rushing him. He needed more time. I highly disagree with that. He yeah. honed his craft a lot last year. He looked good in the beginning of the season. He's been struggling as of late, but it is what it is. I don't think there's anything more for him to game gain down in AAA. You're playing some top prospects in the game and a bunch of Nicky Delmonico's, you know, quadruple A's. I I think that this will help him get better. It's good to see big league batting. So here's my thing on all of this. He's going to take his lumps eventually. Yeah. You, you like you know you brought up uh, Reynaldo Lopez and Lucas Giolito in 2017 towards like you know that like kind of around the same. I guess uh, Cease will be you know earlier than that time frame because those guys are like end of July call ups. But um, they're going to have to take their lumps. And so it was good to see like you know uh, I know Reynaldo Lopez is struggling again now, but good to see them take their lumps before having a you know first full season in the bigs. Um, I think it'll only do uh, Dylan Cease well. And they need to make it clear to him that if you get roughed up, if someone really gets a hold of one and you know puts it 450 feet into the bleachers, it's not the end of the world, man. It, like right. you're, you're just getting started here. And we know the potential that this kid has. I mean, you just look at the stuff. It's electric. Uh, it's like 96, 97, floating four-seamers in there. Yes. Uh, I think he's even hit like, you know, 98, like getting up there uh, too. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's – I was ready for it to, as soon as, you know, we were trying out these other experiments and DFAing them after three starts. Um, I was ready so we didn't even have to sit through another one of those with Despagne, but – uh, I also knew that the front office was probably going to uh, play it a little bit slower. So, um, you know, may- maybe that's just me having a gung-ho attitude and, you know, let's see what we can do now. Uh, but then another part of that philosophy, too, is they're going to have to take their lumps. Every every guy that comes up, unless you're like freaking um, Pete Alonzo, 
is going to take their lumps. Like he just came in and tearing it up, and he's an all-star already. Um, right, like, right. You know, Mike Trout. Those types are few and far between. Um, even your top guy, Eloy. I know he had the injury earlier, but Eloy even struggled for a while, um, striking out on sliders all the time. Um, I mean, uh, it, it's you know, Michael Kopech even had a like towards the end before he got injured. Um, there were a couple of you know innings that didn't go his way either. So let's just see how he responds to that. I think that's my biggest thing here, and I'm just happy to see another massive piece of the rebuild finally come through and be on 35th and Shields Buzz. So oh, I'm 100% with you, man. It's just it, it does it make sense? I know hype. We have done stuff because we've been there. Damn it! So we've put in we put in effort. You know, we do we do daily podcasts on socks and tap. It's just like I, I know this is gonna sound super selfish, and you might make fun of me. And it sounds a little stupid, but like I feel like that hard work has paid off of the rebuild, and we're finally, yes. you know what I mean, and we're finally yep. getting yep, yep. somebody that we've wanted. I don't know if you feel that way as well. It just that's how I feel. You know, I, I don't. I I'm beaming. I'm beaming like I was about Kopech. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, I feel that cease day is going to be very, very big. Uh, you oh. know, it's going to be massive. I don't know if it'll be as massive as Kopech day because un- unfortunately for Dylan, he it is the first game of a doubleheader and a lot of yeah, people got to work on Wednesday. You know, so, I mean, that's why I'm not going to be able to make it. And I was already I already looked at tickets unless I can try to squeeze out of work. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it or not, but I'm going to give it an old college try. But um. Uh, the buzz around Cease Day, I think, is going to be just as big as Kopech Day. I just don't know about the turnout because, yeah. so, you know, it's earlier. Yeah, strictly the timing of it is why the crowd, if it, if the comparing numbers after this uh, actually takes place, and it's the first of a doubleheader. Like if some people are already planning on going out Wednesday, maybe they only going because it's a split one. They're clearing out the park. Um, it's not like a, you buy one and get both games. Uh, it's not. I like, love those. So. Yeah, um, usually that that's like for rain out, like uh, makeups that are within the same series there that they'll do that. But no, um, like I said, split day night doubleheader. So that could affect the turnout. But I think the buzz itself will be um, just the, the same amount of uh, Copex. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Unfortunately, I won't be able to attend either. Um, I will be heading up to Wisconsin this week um, from Monday through Saturday. So um, I will either be watching or listening from the uh, North Woods. <laughs> that's, that's well, you're gonna have a great time though. You know, Fourth of July weekend up in the North Woods is always fun. Like, uh, you know, I have my wife's family has a vacation home there, and it's super nice. I've I, I love it up there. It's nice, quiet. I always uh, bring my fishing pole, and I got you know the MLB TV app, so I always listen to the you know Ed and DJ mm-hmm. out on the lake. You know, cast out the pole, crack a couple. Listen to a baseball game. Nothing better than that every once in a while. Um, Well, getting into uh, Detroit and Chicago's game, we're not really got into it. But, I mean, picks a click. We'll just throw them out there for uh, Tuesday's game if if you want to let them fly. Yeah, I'm going to go with – I haven't picked him yet, and he's uh, back. So, if he plays Daniel Polka, uh, if he doesn't play, then uh, John Jay. Okay, I'm going to go Yomir Sanchez. Wanted to switch it up a little bit. Wanted to switch it up a little bit. So I, I'm going to go Yolmir on uh, on Tuesday's game, and uh, that, that's all I got for tonight, Johnny. You know, we took Ooh, a we took we, a series. Oh, you got something? Yeah, we got to talk uh, All Stars real quick. Oh, um, oh yeah, 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 yep, yeah. Yep, yep, we yep. got to get into All Star. So during that rain delay, I had mentioned uh, earlier, uh, they had almost a three hour rain delay. But uh, during that time, they had the um, announcement show. Uh, they revealed all of the. Uh, 
players that would be taking part in the All-Star game that's coming up at Cleveland on July 9th, I believe it is. So um, from the White Sox, Jose Abreu, second year in a row. Uh, Lucas Giolito, first time ever. And James McCann, first time ever. Um, what a turnaround. I don't. I, I didn't see any news. I think uh, Ryu will be starting for the National League. I don't know if they've named an American League starter yet. Um, I have. I feel like we would have seen that buzz. I, uh, I feel. Yeah. I thought I saw Verlander. Why do I feel like I saw that? Yeah. I. I so I, I can't confirm. Yeah, um, I can't. Either way, I, I don't. I don't know who it is. But um, either way, uh, great honor for those guys. We had said, you know, we kind of feel like maybe Moncada or Timmy would be deserving, but obviously Tim Anderson's injured. Uh, they can't take up a spot for that. The guy that was going to be out until after the break anyway. And, um, you know, Yohan Makata had his uh, little bits of timeout, too, so that may have played into that. But um, as of late, he, he's proving to be all-star caliber. Obviously, average up to 304 now um, after a nice 3-4 day today. But um, I'm just happy for those guys, man. Um, I think uh, Jose Abreu, though the average is dropping, like I had said earlier, um, I, I do think, you know, he's putting up solid power and uh RBI totals. Kinsler said in his blog that he's on pace for, you know, the best uh, in home runs and RBIs if he keeps it up uh, for, you know, the season. But um, so I'm happy for him. And then James McCann, hey, hell of a breakthrough for him. Um, he was never at all-star um, caliber. Obviously, he hadn't made the team when he was with Detroit. He was still a solid player, but, you know, nothing extremely outstanding. And he has proved that he is an outstanding catcher this year. And he's hitting well. Um, so he, at the, he already surpassed, they said on the broadcast, already surpassed his home run total from last year. And then Gio, pff, he's Gio, man. He's been our ace. Uh, he's been our rock. Um, and he's been unbelievable. Uh, with, the, with it today, he should be first to 11. Yeah, for, first pitcher to 11 wins. Yeah, that's awesome. And as far as James McCann goes, goes I remember hearing Benetti say something earlier in the season that McCann just changed his whole approach to the game in general. Like he's not going up there trying to smash every single ball. He's just trying to reach out, make contact, and get on base. And like that helped him. That's exactly what he did for his RBI single today. He reached yeah. out, outside pitch, put it the other way, scores a run, game-winning run. Right. I mean, this guy, he reinvented his game. And it's just, it's cool to see. You know, it, it's it's cool to see. I, honestly, Johnny, I'm, I love the fact that there are three White Sox in the all-star game. And I, I'm not satisfied, Johnny. I think there should be five. I want uh, more. <laughs> I want more, Johnny. I think that Tim Anderson should have made that, that all-star game. And I think that, uh, Yoan Mankata should have made that all-star team. I, I really truly believe th- those two should have made that team. I know that Mankata missed a little bit of time. It wasn't uh, a tremendous amount of time. I know Timmy had a hiccup here and there, and then now he's on the IL, obviously, but he should be back, you know, hopefully maybe after the break. Um, but I feel those two should have made it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's reasonable. Um, both of those guys made some solid cases for it, but unfortunately, they, you know, they didn't even get into that final uh, voting. Of, right. You know, that second tier that they needed to make it to. So it sucks, but you know what? I think that'll be something that motivates a guy like Tim Anderson, and uh, I think Yohan Moncada is just going to be steady improving uh, from here on out. We've seen it over the past, you know, couple of weeks here um when he's when he's been in the lineup he's been effective and dangerous so he looks um, so good dude he looks yeah. very very good right now and it's just amazing he's just he's making contact you know he's 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 just been unbelievable and i'm i'm very thankful that he's you know he turned it around from last year but 
I, I'm just very, I'm happy that, like I said, happy there's three White Sox in the lineup. I'm happy that we got kind of, kind of happy that we have guys fly under the radar, such as Tim Anderson and Yoan Mankata, who don't make them, but they're still doing great for us. So I'll, I'll take that and chalk yep. that up as a dub all day long. Yeah, first time the White Sox have had three representatives in the All-Star game since 2014. So there you go. A little fun fact. Um, but Buzz, that, that's all I've got. Hey, taking two of three from the Twins, I think that's the biggest thing here. Obviously, Cease Day is huge news, but um, from an on-field uh, perspective, uh, that's big, uh, especially after you know series like last weekend when you lose two of three to the Rangers and you felt like this thing could go south and they kind of felt like they salvaged the momentum with the uh, win at Boston in the last game of that series because we could have been swept there too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was close. They made it close and then uh, came out and – Friday night got the job done. Unfortunately, when we were out at the ballpark yesterday, didn't happen. But uh, today, uh, Yoan getting us going early. Gio shut down for when he was in there. Bullpen did what they needed. Um, I'm just happy. And, you know, it also made me really happy. Uh, and I hate to bask in someone else's pain. But it was a little Twins kid on the broadcast crying. Uh, I do. Know. When I saw your gift, yeah. when I saw you post it, I turned to <laughs> Jamie and I'm like, because we were watching it on TV, you know, and she goes, oh, that poor kid's crying. Like five minutes later, there, there you are. And I turned to Jamie and she goes, Nani made fun of the kid. And I just go, I was like, he's savage, just like me. Get that little dork off the TV. I'm just kidding. You know, uh, I was just, I was oh, just yeah. playing around. I was like, I probably been done the same no, thing. And I know so, I've done it a million times it, at games. Yeah. And uh, Buzz, you know what was funny? I got probably at least three, maybe four replies. I said, this is the new Northwestern kid. Do you remember that thing that went viral during the NCAA tournament two years ago? The Northwestern oh. like missed a shot or something, or there's a bad call, and like the kid's just going like nuts, like sticking his arms out, and he's like crying and like pouting and all that. Oh yeah, and it was just like, oh, I, I was just laughing so hard, and it's funny because he does look actually pretty similar to the kid. I think this the twins kid had like a little more red hair, and the other kid had more blonde hair, but there's like the face, like the age, and then you know like how their face looked. I think he had a couple like freckles and whatever, um, but it just looked too similar. So it was funny that I got those comparisons. Like I said, not trying to you know bash someone like that, but hey, if it was a White Sox one, I'm sure the Twins fans would uh, you know do the same to us. So it's... I'm sure if it was a White Sox one, you would do it to them. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> it's just fun. I mean, hey, I, I got no hatred, you know, no ill will or anything like that. It's just funny. I mean, I, I could tell that kid to sit down with him a million times. I remember cl- crying at the uh, Bears-Dolphins game years and years ago oh, yeah. when the Bears lost. I remember, you know, our, our boy Premier Amp. We're in our late 20s, man. I remember him sitting next to me at this Eagles game that just passing him crying, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it just it is what it is, you know? Oh, yeah. He's a super fan. I'll give him that for sure. Kid deserves a, well, he can't have a beer. He's too young, so we'll give him a Coke, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So that was just a funny little icing on the cake uh, to end it because usually I do a gif of all the guys high-fiving on the mound after. I was like, I'm going to save this one when we play. <laughs> <laughs> Use that. Sox take two or three for Minnesota, baby. That's what's captured for it. So that's what I'm talking about, man. That is what I'm talking about. Well, Nani, you have a great time on vacation, my brother. Be safe. I'm sure we'll be texting during C stay. That's all I have for today. If you have anything else, let it be known. If not, make sure everybody's going to ontapsportsnet.com for all their Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Yeah, no, that's all I've got. Uh, I will enjoy my trip, Buzz. Thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch, though. Uh, I'm not going to miss out on this one, like you said. I may have the same setup that you had mentioned, uh, you know, out by the water, get the little MLB TV, with the radio app. Uh, if I have strong enough connection, maybe I'll try to watch a few innings. But uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll try to stay in touch when I can. But if not, I'll be off the grid and, 
yeah, just everyone have a good holiday week. Uh, I probably won't talk to you guys until next Sunday or Monday. So um, that's all I've got. Let's go White Sox. Let's go Sox.